0: You are
1: So I kind of spent the weekend,
2: part of my process, when I prep for these things, is kind of read everything that I can by folks. And so we were getting in depth, thinking about the work, looking at the work. And one of the big things I was thinking about with today is really um, how style is a particular thing that all of you use within your work, and kind of your work kind of defined by the style that you've kind of come to at this point. And I've seen kind of different elements getting to that point or kind of how style kind of reflects, so I guess my first question is, tell me about how style uh, reflects your vision of what you want to do with your work, um, and maybe think about it with your most recent stuff as well, like how you kind of see that style within that work. Um, yeah. Who wants to go first? It's always awkward. It's always start.
0: Yeah, I... I, I. I always hate it when people ask me like, uh, "How did you find your style?" Like, this question like makes it feel so weird because like I, I have the feeling it kind of comes naturally. Like, when you do it for a long time, then like you have so many influences like printmaking or whatever you're looking into, and then like you come to this certain style like you might be known for. But like, it's not not like that I made it on purpose. And like, I mean, in the books, maybe that's the question. I don't know. Like, h- how I use it. It's like, I mean, maybe there's something recognizable like in my books, it might be the colors, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, I mean, there's like the, the main reason I use those colors, like the sunny colors, like kind of bubble gummy, is like, because the stories are tend, tend to be a bit depressing. <laughs> and I, I don't wanna like make it too dark, like mm-hmm. kind of like brighten it up a bit. Mm-hmm. So that might be an answer. But,
3: um, I should have gotten the question already a little bit. Well, I'm thinking of
2: like, how does your style kind of reflect your vision of what you want to draw? And kind of how does that impact the story?
3: Maybe? But there seems to be a, a, a couple of levels in, in style. Like there's a style that i that I gotten from just being a certain age and grow up with certain uh, influences that everybody of my age had. And so I think if you see my books, you can kind of tell what kind of age I have just by seeing these influences. If I would be 10 years younger or 10 years older, I would probably draw a little bit different. So there's a kind of superficial uh, layer, uh, um, layer that is just everything you soak up from your uh, contemporaries. And then there's something like... it just really uh, <coughs> reflects your personality and it's more... Uh, uh, something more essential, I think. That would be the same if I would be born in uh, ten years early, earlier or ten years later. <coughs> so, so there's a certain consistency that I... That's and uh, certain things that I can't change, I can only change the most superficial things. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always try uh, according to whatever book I'm working on. If I think it needs to be a little bit more um, realistic because the story requires it and I will try to do it as far as I can. But other things I really can't. It's just inherent to your, uh, the way you're wired and your nervous system. <laughs> Do you have particular works in mind that you
2: find are more kind of processing other influences and less of your own particular vision as much?
3: Uh, it was certainly the case with my first book, which was drawn in sort of a, I was attempting to do sort of a Winston McKay uh, um, mashup with some Flemish influences that so a real old fashioned uh, uh, early uh, 20th century style. You know, I really doing my best to emulate or to, to, to have something really realistically of this age. And then, but, I, but that was very early on, I had more this... Uh, I was perhaps too uh, shy to show my own some more contemporary influence. I
4: like this idea of style being like a a cross section of rock where you can see the sediment uh, layers. But um, yeah, it's entirely unconscious <coughs> in my case as well. Um, the only time I'm conscious of having a style is when I'm aping another artist, like I'm trying to do a study or draw like somebody else. Um, and in the same way I, I can't choose it for what I'm working on, I just sort of do it naturally uh, whatever seems to fit, but without thinking about it too much.
2: One thing I was thinking about with, with all of your works is, um, in some ways I feel like you're, like, with, with Olivier's work, especially your character within your work, and Anna, I kind of feel like with the artist it's a bit of a, it's a bit of you, a lot of you, some of you.
0: It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, 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 of course. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I mean, if you look at me, like, peak, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like and like, yeah, my hair as well. Uh, yeah, no, of course, but it's, I, I really don't want my work to be autobiographical. like uh, like I need a little bit of an abstract layer, yeah. so like that's why the artist apparently is a male character, like for instance, or for <coughs> Spatz, like I talk Walt Disney instead of myself, you know, and like to keep a bit of a distance, like I, yeah, I wouldn't like uh, people to read it as like autobiography.
2: The thing I was wondering about is, um, how you are doing work in that way, um, kind of processing things in a personal way, do you kind of have realizations or thoughts that come through that process of kind of different ways of thinking about yourself? Um, you mean that? like
0: multiple, like, uh personalities? No, program? no, <laughs> like
2: when you do a work and you put a lot of yourself into the work oh, yeah, yeah. and maybe you said like I didn't really think about something about myself mm-hmm. in this way or something. Oh, like, oh yeah like
0: like, uh, so. <laughs> like a bit like a therapy session <laughs> with myself um, nah not really, I mean that's uh no, I, I yeah, it's, it's maybe like a bit like the question before like I feel like this comes naturally like like Olivier also said like um, like this is what I'm drawing now, for example, and then like in five years, like I have different topics I wanna like work on, and yeah, I already feel ashamed like of a bunch of stuff I just recently did. So like, yeah, it will change a lot, and I don't know if I'm necessarily like learning a lot about myself. Actually, I mean, um, I wish, but uh, <laughs> I don't think like that's the case. Okay. I
2: think.
4: It is easier to be honest with the remove, Mm -hmm. Um, but you also have to, (laughs) I I feel like I'm not doing anything good if I'm not like, pushing deep, whatever that means. Um, I actually can't remember the original phrasing of the question.
2: Um, Things that you've learned about yourself, kind of working through your work.
4: I don't know. I honestly don't, yeah.
3: No. But it's uh, when I work, I live like, and especially if I'm making a book, I live like sort of a monk, and just do every day the same thing for too too many hours. And I, I tend to uh, just cancel out everything else, like uh, everything that would make, uh, I don't go out, I don't do anything. So this affects uh, this affects the comic, and uh, so I learn I don't know just the work itself influences the comic, and then the comic... I mean, it doesn't really reflect your normal life in a way Then it seems. seems to reflect the period that you've been working like a monk. I -hmm. find that sometimes a bit problematic.
4: (laughs) I do the same thing, and I think when I come on the other side of that, any kind of self-reflection is is very difficult. (laughs) You're uh,
2: you're recluse at that point, yeah. Do you go into lockdown, too?
0: Mm, it depends. Yeah, I like I, I. tend to like go out too much and then work. I mean, like yeah, that's like um, like this excessive phase. Like I, but I, I don't stay like a monk. Right? <laughs> so yeah, I do both, and then I feel ashamed of myself. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: I'm interested in kind of your own particular process as far as like say putting together. A book. Um earlier, Olivia, you're telling me like your original art is kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, Olivia, when it was saying, mm-hmm. yeah. And and you kind know, of how uh because when I look at your work, I to me it's very complicated, it's a lot of things going through it, and so I'm wondering like, what is that process of putting getting to that book? Like, is it scripted? Are you kind of allowing the ideas to percolate working through these messes? Like, and I think it's kind of the same for all all of you. Like, kind of, what is that point A, point B, to point C? within it a book?
3: Mm. <coughs> Mostly, it's like a long, messy period that I just that is that I um, just um, try different different methods to just um, get something out of me, some idea or something. It can be writing and it can be sketchy. And it's really uh, in the beginning you don't see anything concrete it's just uh, so it's it can be quite frustrating because you don't know okay should I try this you can't really try it quickly uh, just to see uh, so um, it just uh, goes in a sort of crescendo of some some at a certain point I get an idea that animates me more than some than other ideas I never know why but then um, some suddenly things began begin to come and, uh, and then pretty quickly I start making like real uh, pages just to see what's going on. And often I throw it away uh, quite, quite soon but um, I need to see at least something that's happening on the page where I can see that my idea is and then get ideas from the, the pages that I've made kind it's a kind of bounce back back and forward. So it's just kind of a flow that doesn't
2: necessarily have an end point until you kind of felt that you found that. Yeah, so okay. good. Do you ever kind of get to a point where you like, maybe the work is, you thought the work was done, but you come back to it later to expand upon it?
3: Um, well, it never feels quite done. I'm always uh, a bit. Uh, never as great as I imagined it at a certain point, but then uh, maybe a half a year later I can, I can read it and see what's ac- actually missing. But when you're, when you're really in it, sometimes it's sometimes difficult to judge. I think for both of you as well, it's like maybe a little bit of
2: that process of kind of where a book comes from. Um, like with Hockham and with the artist, they're both uh, collections of work. Elsewhere, kind
0: of brought together. as a book. Um. Yeah, I, um, I also I am too impatient, like to do the whole thing, like like writing it first and making the thumbnails, then maybe the pencils, like the, the very classic way. And uh, I also like to see, like the, like to draw the page first and then like add some colors just to see, like how the mood comes together and like what I want to tell. How that works. And I wish, yeah, I wish I would be more organized. But um, yeah, I enjoy like sometimes I enjoy writing a lot. So then I s- start working on that a lot, and then like I feel like oh, just I, I can't get any further. So I start drawing, and like, it's getting back and forth, and then it, it produces a lot of um, pages for the bin because it's it's a bit ineffective, like um, not very economic. Uh, but that's the way I enjoy working. Like it's I. I don't think I can change it anytime soon.
2: But with that stuff that you are throwing out, is it just like, when you've gotten that idea out and it didn't work, is it just gone?
0: Pretty much, sometimes it's also like when, like let's say the book comes together, like from Spatz it happened a lot, like that was like, I think like I threw like 30, 40% away. Wow. But at, at the end it really didn't work, like there were pages in there I, I liked a lot, but it, they didn't do anything for the story or for the book. So I had to say goodbye. Like I, I, mean, I didn't throw them like right in the trash, but I put them on this pile <laughs> where it's like, uh, like stuff for later. But like I, I, mean, I, would, I would, never use that. I, I know it's definitely, um, yeah, a bit of, yeah, a, a learning process throughout like making a book. Like I start and like think that oh this is like where it should go, and then like a month later I'm like oh that was the wrong path, so I have to change it.
4: Hohan's a hard example because it's just off the internet with a little bit of embroidery, but if I'm, you know, I guess with Beast, um, the original idea can be slow or rapid, but the script is really where I, I struggle and take my time, and it's sort of the fraught stage. Um, but when I have that, then I'm just like a, I'm like a machine executing the pages which I'm not entirely satisfied with, but at a certain point in the project, um, I think completion is more important than perfection. Uh, At least working for, you know, companies of image,
2: that's how you want to work, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do any of you ever work with someone to kind of bounce ideas off to find out it's working, or is it all like an internal process?
0: I'm in a studio with um, friends, and they are like, I mean, some are cartoonists, but most of them are like painters or graphic designers. So I always show them my work. Like I, I really um, cherish their opinion, and yeah, I think it's a big. Um, they are a big influence. Like I can't point it down, like to a single idea or whatever. But whatever they are saying, like when they're reading it and they don't get it, then I know. Okay, that's that's not gonna work, obviously, and so. So yeah, I definitely like like to show it to friends. Yeah,
3: to, to come back to the earlier thing. Uh I mean, I have the luxury to mess or I take the luxury to mess around when I work <coughs> on my personal things, but it's different if it's commissioned, then I try to be more effective and just work to do this and that. And, and yeah, it's mo- if you do commission, it's more clear what they want or whatever, and then so it's easier. But if I'm by myself, then I'm after something personal, uh, which is a bit a bit more fake. And then I will just keep working until I think it's good. Then i Then I will show it to some critical friends or, But it can be very nasty, so we have to. <laughs> make sure that they will tear it apart without any uh, mm-hmm. compassion. <laughs> but but in most cases, if I'm insecure about something, then they will find it, and yeah. it will be the same thing. <coughs>
0: Pointed out there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, I have some questions about. It. Your particular books. Um, one thing I was thinking about with your latest one um, is, I mean, it's futuristic sci-fi, um, and I'm interested uh, revisiting style and specifically is um, kind of how you're drawing the future, and kind of what you have in your mind as far as like what you see as the future and how
3: that reflects what came to the page. Um. Yeah, it's. it's an, Supposed to be in the science fiction genre, but I think there's very little science came into it. I mean, it's completely implausible that it would ever be a, a future like the one I have drawn. And I, I try to make it like a contemporary futuristic, or give it a contemporary futuristic look, but it always ends up like some B movie from the from the sixties, uh, so with the slightly more elaborate costumes. So I, I didn't have a complete control of it. So it's more of an absurdic uh, future than, than a really plausible one.
2: Now some of the stories in that were for anthologies, use uh, like particular colors mm-hmm. and stuff. Is that reflected in the book? Or is it kind of more of your intention or did that kind of color scheme work with the intention? Because I'm really fascinated by your choice of color, especially looking at the uh, previous book or sin. Mm. Charming, which is very, you know, it's, what, three colors in the whole book? Mm. In different parts. Yes,
3: only two. Two,
2: just red and blue. I could work those there's a green color.
3: Yeah, I almost never do a full color. Uh, I I try to just pick a few colors and then see what, what kind of effect that it has. And the way I would, or I will have a completely, um, like a white page and put a colorful one uh, because I know then the color will have more effect if you have just had a page without color. And, and it basically is, it's because of working with uh, these magazines so often can only print in two colors mm-hmm. that you become more conscious of your choices that you're making. And then these uh, choices influence the story also. It's one of these elements that are bouncing back and forward and then creates I remember
2: our slang was originally Yeah. and I kind of see that as like looking at the previous book and Modelie, and how that really to me kind of was like a significant change in where you were approaching your work. Mm -hmm. Kind of understood about how when you're living yourself like that, how that changes you creatively. (coughs) And that can be also for both of you if there are situations where you've limited kind of what. I I, I like
0: the limitation actually like I get nervous when I see the whole Photoshop palette like (laughs) I I need to uh, pick the colors first and then like uh like go with them and then I'm I'm trapping myself a little bit but but, um yeah it's yeah I I think it helps a lot like to just limit like yourself to a certain like format certain set of colors and like because otherwise like yeah, I would get lost just like
2: so. yeah. Because I think I asked about how the Arsene, kind of how that changed you
3: stylistically, mm-hmm. limiting that. Um, but Arsène also had a lot of uh, like it had a, a text that went throughout the whole book, mm-hmm. and this text added a lot of texture and and. Uh, like atmosphere by itself. So I, I found, just by doing it, I noticed that if I kept the drawings very simple, it also, it worked even better than adding uh, also a, a more detailed, uh, fully colored uh, image. It, it seemed more uh, appealing just uh, in a simple way. Mm. And Mary, with your book, it's very colorful, but
2: your other work is not. Yeah. I'm interested in that because you actually normally, your work is very muted, very subdued, but this is like bright yellow cover.
4: Yeah, it just, it seemed like I wanted to do that, I don't know, again with the style (laughs) thing, I I don't make these decisions consciously necessarily, but it seemed like the right call, to just throw every color I had at it, which as you say, is not what I do for the most part, yeah. I also (coughs) prefer a few colors, you know, it, yeah.
2: Well I think at least in like how I mean that's predominantly charcoal, yeah. but also like stuff that I've never used, in like pencil yeah. and the short story recently, I think it's pretty much. <laughs>
4: yes, um, and I only work. Uh, I, I work very little digitally, right? I only sometimes color, like for the handbook, because that was for the internet originally. Um, but I don't like to use Photoshop. Uh, in fact, I hate to scan things. That's annoying <laughs> too. Um, but yeah, it just seemed like the right time to lift the gates on, on color.
2: <laughs> Colors were. On, <for> <laughs> um, I was thinking about uh, font spots. Um, because originally when I read it, you'd sent me like a PDF. I guess that was a couple of years ago now. And so that's one of your earlier works. But just came out from D&Q just this past spring.
0: Yeah, in May, yeah.
2: In May. Um, and I kind of look at that in the context of the artist, and I feel like it kind of preludes that work in a way where you're kind of working through that idea of like representative stuff, uh, and then kind of finding more kind of fluidity of what you wanted from that in the Is that kind of a like good assumption? Uh, uh,
0: I mean, it was definitely drawn before the artist, but only like by half a year or something. Uh, okay. So it was, yep. Yeah, I think um the artist of course is a bit of an extension of, of von Spatz but it's I mean still like a bit different um Yeah when I look at um von Spatz now I find it um more appealing again like to make a, a full book instead of like um like smaller episodes so I might return to this <laughs> again but um yeah, I think I lost the rest of the question, if there was, was uh, any, <laughs> <laughs> any rest of it, I don't
2: know. Well, I'm interested in kind of the future of the artist. The uh, second oh. book just came out. Um,
0: no, yeah, I'm working on the third one, yeah. A lot of things are changing, so it's like he's successful now, like he used to be this like weak, um, like unsuccessful artist. Now he's super successful. It's going to be an o- opera, like the whole thing, like <laughs> a, a bird opera, like no panels, like I got rid of that. Um, everything is um, in songs in acts and songs yeah it's going to be weird like I, um, I, I don't I, I tried to read it like the other night and then I decided like last minute Oh, I'm like a few just a few acts I have felt like oh this is so like preachy and like churchy or whatever like so I have to change a lot of stuff um, <laughs> but I, I I really want like I, I like the, the drama part of operas and, and like, theater like big drama and I think it's very, um, uh, Suiting like, the artist character like, to be like going down in flames, like in front of everybody. <laughs>
2: um, when you write and the same with you is, um, are you writing in your like German or Flemish or in English? Especially with something like an offer, like that's
0: gonna be really specific. Yeah, I, I wrote that in English because, like, that's the bigger audience. <laughs> 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 like, um, um, and also a lot of pop songs. Um, I mean, like in Germany, like there's like all the Netflix and everything. Like, we watch that in English, and also like all the music, of course. So, like, it I will be understood in my home country, but also like the big wide world. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I enjoy writing in English. Because it has some limitations, like a lot of limitations for me. Like oh really? I, I, I like that that it's. Um, I I I don't know how a native speaker will find like the songs like might be massively talky Like, um, but I enjoy writing in a foreign language.
2: You know, most pop music's by Swedish. Avicii.
0: Olivier
3: yeah right but it's mainly because it it uh, I write mostly and sort of mash up when I do it when I'm at home a mashup of Flemish and uh, and English and then I correct it to uh, correct it in the end and since I mostly publish for e- English publications it's uh, the first language it, uh, it is in is also uh, English and then some, sometimes I have to translate it back to my own uh, language, which is always uh, terrible. Uh, suddenly the text is twice as long and completely uh, unattractive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really
2: <laughs> interested that too because you use like a really specific lettering within your work, especially with our center, um, and how that would look. What is taking up more space, like that design, is that like, do you lose that we just make a text
3: a little bit smaller and <laughs> <so strong. laughs>
2: just go full crispware. No, but yeah. like when you write,
3: yes. you go for a kind of melodic uh, uh, sounding uh, text, even if it's quite wrong. If I do it in English, but uh, then suddenly in my more staccato uh, Flemish, it sounds uh, <laughs> sounds less less musical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I should write uh, one in just in Flemish and then Dutch. Very yeah. um, with with.
2: How do you pronounce that It's like hum. Hum. I'm eating whole what pie. What does that mean? What's can I just what is the name from? Okay. <laughs> Which video game is this?
4: No, it's not it's not a video game. Um and th- in fact when I was in high school, I think it was one of my friends who said, Oh, I just love peanut butter and chocolate together. You just wanna just be like hum. And I always remember that. And it was really cute. I don't. I don't know her anymore. But um, you know, then through my life, I, in order, you know, just to illustrate, like I really want this. It was just be like, oh, that pot. I just hum. I just really want it. So the gesture is important as well. Um, yeah, that's that's the answer. So
2: if someone goes to a bookstore, they should ask
3: for a well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
2: it was Yiddish. Uh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: this is used in flower comics, too. hop if somebody eats it or something. <laughs> 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 I love it, all right. We're all learning from each other
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so much more uh, classy than I thought. <laughs> yeah, you <can laughs> mean
0: something completely
2: offensive in German. Oh, no. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> kind <Okay. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, of, with that work complete, like, do you still do the blog?
4: No, I, I, well, I'm not never going to post again but I sort of think of the home thing as closed, I guess,
2: yeah. One of the things you talk about is kind of the role it plays like a process of helping you through situations or like representing in that time. And I'm interested about that and how that's a point that's done now and you're kind of working into different stuff.
4: Well, I mean, working through things is of course never done, but I wasn't really conscious of it at the time, but then people would email me and say, Wow, I'm so glad that you you know represented anxiety. You talked so well about it. Thank you. I feel really seen or whatever, which was of course very moving, and also made me think. Oh, am I right about anxiety? Um, so yeah, it was it was unconscious, but I guess present.
2: Do any of you think of the reader? Do you care what the reader thinks? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. I uh, I have like sometimes like like nightmare visions of like like. What happens, like not not so much like maybe the reader, but like what happens to the book. Like <laughs> like in like which hands are gonna like hold it uh, Like somebody beating up his girlfriend with that or like you know, like that kind of stuff. I don't like it's, it's really so dark, dark <laughs> but like just like oh it's, it's laying in an ugly flat or somebody's like Discussing toilet, or you know, I think about That's it a lot. Oh, that is a
2: compliment. Yeah, I think, <laughs> <people already laughs> hopefully.
0: Yeah, no, I think about it a lot, actually, Not every day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I think only in the concrete, like from people that I know who will read it and comment on it, or often I'm oh, yeah. like, Do you like have my people? mother? Or yeah.
2: Are there people in mind in your life that you
3: like this book is for them this they will get this yeah but certain parts I think you yeah, will like this or you will hate this or <laughs> she will I uh, think this is really uh, stupid uh, <laughs> or, yeah but I, I never think in this abstract reader that's or l- like a group of people I need to reach somehow and I uh, have to you know.
2: do you ever get to the point where people will talk about your work to you and you'll have their read on it will be completely different, you know, other than me today. It happens,
0: um, yeah. Like, I think like in some some reviews, like <laughs> people write something that it, it's it's not uh, stupid or anything, but it's really different. Like, it adds something to my, <laughs> my knowledge. It's nice, but um, yeah, it happens quite often, I think.
4: Oh, um, I'm sure it does. I just don't read reviews. Or anything.
3: <laughs> and almost always, uh, I must say, it is, uh, coincidentally, somebody will read it exact, uh, more or less like I meant it. But, and I but don't always know how I mean it, so uh, what, what the real meaning is. So somebody can sometimes Can't say something you. very, and I think, yeah, it's probably right it didn't.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to open up for any questions from folks in the audience. Uh, from
1: Mary. Um,
4: big of a hoarder are you? <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, people walk into my apartment and they tell me, wow, how do you have so little stuff? You're so minimal. But I feel like I'm in sort of a hoarder. I have like eight boxes of gems and rocks. Um, so I hoard some things and absolutely do not let other things pass my threshold. I guess, yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> your book made
2: me picture the show hoarders. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, because it's about gobblers. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I
4: love the idea of that big dragon horde, that just room that is, you know, no order whatsoever, but I'm a bit of a neat freak in some ways, yeah. That's <laughs> it. I probably is <didn't laughs> compared to what you were thinking, yeah.
2: In the context of collecting, like, your book is about collecting. It's about wanting. Wanting. Yeah. I mean, you have the boxes of shinies. Um, are there things that either you particularly collect, things that, like, ephemeral objects...
0: No, I like to gather stuff in small groups, but like not um, like a collection of one thing. But like sometimes, I don't know, it comes and goes. Like I liked erasers for a while, but uh, I only had like six nice ones and I gathered them and I'm like lost a bit of interest in it.
3: Yeah, it's no collection whatsoever, except like uh, charger or batteries for uh, my phones are gathering up in a box. But... No real other, uh, other ones. Really going for this monk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm quite unattached to this uh, uh, material world.
2: Anyone else have any questions? Yeah, uh, for all three, um, uh, I, this was touched on a little bit earlier, but what else might you have to say about um, what, what, do you, what, what are things that you know that you want to express? In your work, or, or that are you think are very important um, to express, maybe not when you're doing something commissioned, but when, in your own art, like yeah. Mm, um,
0: like when I when I started drawing, the artist like um, I thought like it would be nice. Um, like, because I used to work like a, a lot of st- side job at that time and like it's always like oh here comes the artist with two left hands like they were like, you know like I, I wasn't good at any of those jobs but like I, I tried to do my best and like I thought like there's so much um, I don't know where it comes from like but so much angle towards artists like a lot of times because like it's like the the myth and like just like laying around all day and like do nothing and, like having the privilege of like being like bit nutty or whatever like I think this raises like a lot of um, anger like in certain parts of society so like with the artist I wanted to have this character like you really like not necessarily like so much but like kind of want to care for and like feel for a little bit and like not just among artists but like maybe like, touching a very human thing like just like being understood or like being like like cared for like,
2: do you think you'll return to that theme again, or or are you? Is the artist you? You, you think that's that's a, that's enough for, for that particular? I yeah, I
0: think the opera will be the big, like, fall, and fall down, and then I think I want to move on a little bit from that, like away from that topic. But it will always be a little bit in my comics. I think like the tone, probably the winy tone, I guess, like <laughs> that that might stick.
2: Like. Um, I think
1: Yeah? Um, I, I have a couple of questions, but um, the first is Are all of your books available in the public library next year? <laughs> <laughs> are they? Or? We have, I think, at least one or two titles by every author on the stage reading, um,
4: but I'm not sure we have the entire collection. Um, but come and see one of us after, we'll help to for it.
1: Okay. And the second half was um, Do all of you? do this for your primary living, do you, are you all, and are you graphic artists, are you, how do you define yourselves? Just authors? Also, I love the books myself, I read them a lot, but you guys sound like you do the whole thing, and the books I read have colorists and editors and (laughs) script writers, so as, just as a consumer, I'm curious what's What's the difference in you guys? It sounds like you almost you do the whole thing and you do yourself public.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the thing in, in indie comics. I think, like, I mean, I like to self-publish still, like, here and there, like, little things, or, like, work with smaller publishers, like, perfectly acceptable press, for example. But, yeah, when I do the book, I do everything. Like, of course, um, from writing to, like, almost sending it to print. I mean, not that part, maybe, but... Yeah,
3: but for me, it's a bit of a mix. Uh, I w- sometimes I will mo- make a book uh, from beginning to finish, so the drawings, uh, the coloring, and even making the book and stapling it. And, and other times I will uh, work for a... Uh, for a publisher who, um, who does uh, certain things themselves, or I do commissions to earn some money, and many different things
4: yeah um, I guess it varies for me as well I have worked on those books where I've just been the illustrator and nothing else um, and those are usually for money because they pay better than my <laughs> personal work uh, but I prefer to you know do it all myself I yeah the uh, formatting and everything ideally
2: yeah. I think the traditional titles cartoonist that? cartoonist hmm. the oh, okay. someone you. that writes and draws stuff themselves uh sarah thank you oh i have so many questions but i um and I, I don't know if you can talk about kind of how the the character of the artist kind of came into being like i know sometimes it's hard to know where things came from but i find just his physical look and the way he is very compelling and also
0: like he looks like he's going to die at any second and um, I love him and I'm just wondering
4: like did he just kind of flow out of your pen or did you like kind of go through different versions of what he looked like and then you arrived at this
0: No well, actually that that uh, character came right away like needed to be this frail like, like pale <coughs> bird like I couldn't like couldn't be an elephant, or like, you know, like it needed to be like something like crane like. Yeah. yeah, it came right away actually. Like, well uh, He changed quite, uh, like just a little bit. Maybe I'm only seeing it, but like from the first uh, strips or episodes, like he still looks like a bit like stiff and he became more like, <laughs> like maybe even weaker or whatever, like over the course. And he, yeah, grew his hair out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. um, I think we're going to do some signing now Lucky's uh, has graciously Brought a bunch of books to sell And we'll be over that away And I think there's signing space there too okay. So thank you Everyone for coming yeah. Thank, thank you. you all three for coming Especially coming yeah. all the way <laughs>
1: Wenn sie und sie schaut zu